Check. Was that her? Everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. That's Josh Bennett. We're live together each week as the Fantasy Golf Pod cracking beers. And Fresh one right out of the box. Cheers. <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> you want these sunglasses? You can get them with the uh, promo code FGP from NoonanGolfCo.com. Get 10% off our sponsor. All right, boys, so this names and reasons. It's the 2023 PGA Championship. We're back, Quagnus. Is this our fifth year doing podcasting? Has it been? Wow. I don't, I don't What year did we start? Back when Jason Day was like a really good player, then he became the worst player, then he almost retired, and then he won last week, and now he's back in the PGA <laughs> Championship as one of the uh, more popular names. We're going to get to all of that today. The names and the reasons pod includes projected ownership. We don't have Josh's model. No. I guess we'll have to wait for tomorrow or something for that. Uh, but the tippity yeah. tip top, there are two names that are clearly heads and shoulders above the rest. And the first question of the pod today is whether or not you're going to select the TPG John Rahm at 11-4, or are you going to start your lineup with $11,200 Scotty Scheffler? Rahm? Scotty, both or neither, Quagnus, where'd you start? I'm going to be starting. I'm going to be using both of those guys. You'd be a fool not to use them. It just depends. Together? On, on one, no. Can you afford to do it together? I don't think you can. That, yeah, you sure can. You get left with 85 <laughs> fi- or 68.50. We're making a lineup of six golfers for DraftKings. They give us a salary of 50 grand. Allows us to... Uh, you know, sometimes you pepper that 8K range because you get a little nervous as an average roster spot's 83-33. But I don't know. You, if you go to Rom at the top at 11-4, you're already pushed into the 7K range. So that makes Jish Swish nervous. Mm-hmm. Did you do Rom, Scheffler, both or neither in your life? This neither. Week? I don't neither. do 11,000 guys, even if they're the best golfer on the entire planet. <laughs> Fade the TPG. That's what I did. In fact, I used 80 names to make 150 lineups. We're going to get to my player pool there shortly. And wow. in amongst the 80 is not John Rahm. Wow. Good. Pull that fade the TPG, baby. Let's go. I didn't do any of the 10K names to start in my league lineup. I skipped them all. Where would you go, Quagnus, if you were going to start your league lineup this week or your uh, – somewhat cash hybrid single entry style lineup the one that you kind of want to choose the best names where are you starting <laughs> i guess i'm starting with john rom <laughs> shut up are you I, 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 <laughs> in my initial build i'm starting with john rom but uh man there's some value down at the bottom there's some free squares in the 7k range that lets you have you no know, not both scheffler and rom but at least one of them and i i chose rom for some reason and because he's good. Oh, okay. Um, I was told that there's a lot stacked against John Rahm this week, including the fact that not a lot of people come into the PGA, the second major of the year, and win it after winning the Masters. Only a half say. dozen people have done that. And then, not only that, John Rahm has won too many times already. He's only he's already won four times this season. It's crazy. But he couldn't beat Tony Finau in Mexico. What a loser. <laughs> uh, so then he sucks now, I guess. Um, but uh, he's made 16 straight major cuts. So at 11-4, it seems to be like an easy first click to make a cut. His last missed cut was the 2019 PGA. So lots to like, maybe, as much as there's concerns that Rom's too good. Um, <laughs> Just ridiculous. But whatever. Okay, I don't want him. Uh, 11-4? Meh. That's way too expensive. So I'll just take 11-2, Scheffler. <laughs> Save the $200. Because okay. Scheffler actually is somebody that uh, I'm told is also bad. Because oh. he can't putt. And this is preventing him from finishing inside the top five at the Byron Nelson. So he's a T5 the last time he played. Um, he hasn't finished outside of the top 12 since October. 
So this is Scotty Scheffler is bad, and he's not finished outside the top 12 in nearly nine months, whatever it is. Not only that, it was just in March, Scotty Scheffler won the players by five. So why is Scotty bad? Scotty's bad? No. Both of these guys are good. I I'm I I, I guess that one of these two is going to be on the winning uh, lineup of whatever giant oh. TPP you decide. Well, I, got, I hope it's not Rom because I full fat faded Rom and the old drive the green crafting 150 lineups going into the computer lab, Jeez. putting on the glasses, crunching numbers. No, I don't know. Uh, I what did I do actually? My most exposed name is Tony Finau and that's the name that I started my lineups with but the second most exposed overall to me is Scotty Scheffler so I did eat the 11-2 I've got over I've got like 44 lineups in the 150 lineups 44 that's 29% of them are Scotty Scheffler you guys care about that I love that 49% no 49 total lineups which is actually like 30 something percent yeah that's good 29. Right. Uh, either way, okay, so then if you – what, Josh, you didn't do ROM and you don't like $11,200 Scheffler. Nope. Did you reach into the 10K range? Because you know that you have to choose a 10 and pair it with a 9, grab a 8, up 7, 7, and then finish your lineup with a 6K name in the GPPs. That's what Did they you say, yeah. Any, Did you That's do what this? I've been told. Yeah. I, no, I didn't use any 10K guys either. What? Because I thought was – you were convincing us earlier that Morikawa was going to win. I, I was. I I, uh, I, may, I may add Colin. He's the only one I might think about. Um, weirdly enough, the all the live golfers or most of the live golfers, I feel like are wildly underpriced. Okay. Except for Brooks. Okay. Who I think is overpriced okay. by quite amount of margin. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't think I'm ever paying 10k for Brooks, no matter whatever anymore uh and rory's broken so i'm not playing him either (laughs) so then xander yeah so i started xander and you know i think xander should actually be 10k so he's 9.9 close enough to 10k that's my 10k guy he's 9.9 though okay cool um fun i am also on twitter doing polls and it looks Hmm. like uh we're not alone in thinking that Rombo is going to be most owned in this 10K and above range. I believe that John Rom, you know, everybody goes to the top price. You know, he's missed no cuts in the last 16 majors, playing great golf, winning a ton. So he's going to be probably the most owned, I would say. But the majority of people that responded to my poll, whether you use Rom or Scotty, both or none, are fading both, are going to go with oh. none. So I think that. I was surprised by that. Uh, the majority, I thought it was going to be split, like 33% Rom, 30% Scotty, 29% fading both. But uh, it appears that a lot of people are afraid to go up to the 11K range because that just leaves you vulnerable. So they're doing what you're doing. They're going to Xander potentially. Should we check in on, owner, on ownership? It is Tuesday. So that does present an issue. I don't know anything today. So, uh, so f- oh, wait, no, that's not. Those are my, this is, this is my exposures so far. That's not what I meant to share, though. <laughs> Ownership. Yes. That could have been bad. No, I don't mind. I don't mind showing. It's on the, the Discord channel, which the link is in the description of the video. If you want to get in on our Discord, um, I do display this uh, different ways. But you can see John Rahm is actually 21.6%. <clears throat> if you do the math and you kind of put it all together – Certain names or certain ownership percentages, and this is kind of how it put. I got it to put together. So if, if you look over on uh, the left side of this thing here, and you add all these up, and at the bottom you see it's five hundred ninety-seven point five, so it's just under six hundred, which is just what it's supposed to be. And then you look over here, and you get the average roster spot. Can you see this? It's kind of small, but it's eighty-three twenty-three. So again, it's uh, it's a science, it's a math, it's a little bit of this. We got to go to school on this stuff, and this changes. People look at this and then they pivot and then they make this decisions based on projected ownership and then ownership changes. And you can look at this as you can see Speed's not wanted because he's hurt. I don't know about some of this stuff. It's kind of ske- sketchy where it's 12, 12, 12. That could be 14 or 16. 
But here you go. You can have just to know for the facts that John Rahm right now on a Tuesday afternoon is projected as the most owned and Xander Shoffley's the second most owned. There you go. So you got Fine. your two guys and then my guy, Tony Finau. And your guy. that's how I'm starting my lineup. So it appears that uh, we're you know using the power rankings because what we know about ownership is that it dictates who's good at golf, which is great because <laughs> we don't have to do much research. We just have to download brick75.com and we kind of know who's going to be that's the best. That's a great point. <laughs> I love that. That's so much easier for us. Yes. Okay, so then I'm starting with Tony Finau in the 9K range. I'm skipping all of these names. I think that's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, oh, let it rip. But, yeah, I guess I'll go with Tony Finau because I don't really – I don't know. I guess I'd – if I was going to do anything, i got to go uh, Scheffler. But 11-2, we don't like to do that. I don't really trust any of these other names. I don't really want Xander or Cantlay. Mm. I guess I used a lot of them in my mass multi-entry. Too high owned for you. Ownership Too high owned. So, well, actually, Finau. What is Finau? Is he the most? Yeah, he's the most. Uh, besides Xander, he's the second haven't, most. Haven't you heard we don't fade single players because of ownership? You yeah, I heard know. that. No, I've heard that, and I do that. I say that. Oh. Um. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're skipping Rory. I forgot to ask you guys. What's wrong with Rory? Josh, you said he's broken. He Explain. is broken. Did Did you see? Uh, he He went to Tiger for swing advice. Tiger I saw something. He needed he needed Tiger's help with his swing. He's he's broken. Well, that is scary. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, he's been bad. Like, have you watched him play golf? It's not very good. So, ten seven for like a not very good golfer. No, thank you. you know? Yeah, that scares me. Um, I guess he could win. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. yeah exactly. He was top 10 in all the majors last year. We forget this. But then this year so far, he's missed the cut of the players, the Masters, the Wells Fargo. I guess he won a tournament in the fall swing. He showed up at the CJ Cup and won that. Was T2 at API earlier this uh, winter. It's for final four at the match play. That's when we thought, oh, here he comes. He's going to win the Masters. Do you think there's a thing where people think that he's bad now because of all the weight on his shoulders for carrying the PJ Tour on his back? You think that's a, that's a thing? Because I don't. That's why he's ignoring those questions now. Well, I think they're. I think all the questions are really stupid and annoying, so he just doesn't want to answer them anymore. <laughs> um. All right. So then, if uh, if you were to answer the poll I did about what you're using most to make your decisions, what did you answer? Are you using stats, your eyeballs, your gut, your heart, or none of the above? Gut one. All. You're using them all. What about all of the above, Chad? Well, I thought none of the above. You just chug a beer and click away. Yeah, that's a good idea, too. Okay, then who's the best player that hasn't won a major yet? Is it Xander or Cantlay? Can we Mm. pretty much definitively say it's one of those two? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Xander or Cantlay, that's leading the 9K range. They didn't put him in the 10K range for some reason. They put Morikawa and Brooks there, which is crazy. Yeah, it feels like those two should be flip-flopped with those other two. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think it's strange. Uh, a lot of it has to do with like PGA tournament history, which do you believe that's a thing? PGA tournament history? No, they play Can at different golf courses. I mean, they played this golf course before, but also it got renovated. So it's not even the same golf course they played last time they played there. Okay, so then uh, you're picking Xander to start your lineup. Is- Josh, yeah. is that because Xander is nothing wrong with any part of his game? He is all yeah, around he's solid golfer. golfer, solid all around golfer. He's having a really consistent really season as well. So Xander's had good recent form. Almost every season he plays is pretty consistent, really. So you think he's about it. Technically, due to win a major now, yeah. But this one, you. If I <laughs> asked you who's the best driver on tour, you wouldn't answer Xander. If you, if I asked you who's the best iron play. Or on tour, you wouldn't answer Xander. No, nope. you wouldn't answer him for around the green or putting. Nope. You kind of never really see him as like the elite in one specific category. So maybe that's is that good for PGA? I guess. I maybe that's you know that's you know what maybe that does if you're really good at all of that stuff. All you need is like one and a half of those to be really, really good for a week, and then you win. Exactly. Yeah. So this could happen. Okay, yeah. and then you also have the uh, potential that his friend right below him at, uh, what is he, $9,700? Uh, Cantlay, this dude is the highest on the OWGR, that ranking system that's very good. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> totally. Cantlay actually has seven wins over the last five seasons. Is that right? And then he's the that's third of any player in that span in the most of anyone without a major. But Cantlay has problems when it comes to majors. He's only had three top tens in his prior 24 major starts. So he's only had a top three at the PGA once. He's a top 10 at the Open, and he was ninth at the Masters once. So, I mean, those this major record for Cantlay kind of sucks. Yeah, they say, they say similar things with Cantlay that they are now saying about uh, our friend Max Homa. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, no. He's, no. he's really, really good, and then he gets to the majors, and he's just meh. But you have to pay $1,000 more than Max. You do. Cantlay guy. Yeah. Uh, why would you not just skip the Cantlay and Xander and go right to Finau, who is another man who needs a major? Maybe he's motivated. Maybe he's figured out how to close because Tony Finau has like four wins or so over the last year and a half. I don't know yeah, what it is, but he's, he's a winner well. now. But, but I'm told, can't win the big one. Oh, he can't beat fields like this one. Yep, that's what they, that's what they said. He couldn't win a tournament. Now he can't win the, the mid-sized tournament. Now he can't win the major. They're just going to keep saying that until he does it, just like they do with everybody. So. Um, but doesn't Tony great have analysis. a really, Tony has a great track record at majors, though. He does, yeah. He plays. I think really his Wikipedia well. page is flooded with yellow squares or whatever because yes. top five, top five Tony. Turns out that top five Tony is a popular bet this week. And if we looked at ownership, third most, second most in the 9K range. So there's a reason why people are on these three names, Xander, Cantlay, and Finau. You know what we know about people that just hang around the top of the leaderboards a lot without winning? What? They just eventually win. If you're just so up there, if yeah. you're just up there all the time, you're just going to. Well, why is that, Josh? Is golf lucky? Yes. <laughs> Do you need luck? Yes. Well, what about, what about home state guy Cam Young? Because Cam Young is, lives in New or from New York or something. Nice. So you could do that. He's in this 9K range. You got um, Hovland hasn't won a major, and neither has Sung J M, and they're in the 9K range. Or you got so who did you pair with Xander? Jish? Hey, why? Well, well, you you skip? Why did you skip JT? He won a major. I was talking about the best players that haven't won a major. Oh, oh. Did you use JT? Is that what you want to talk about him? Do you want to talk about speed? I did. Speed? I did use JT, but I, we don't need to talk to him. Okay, he's injured. He only played one hole in his practice round today. <laughs> Not. Yeah, we're <laughs> We have questions in the 9K range, especially with $9,600 uh, Jordan Spieth, a player that had a, gr- a pretty good season. He's had some quality finishes. He's had a runner-up in a playoff. Uh, and was that an <laughs> elevated event? So, I mean, whatever. He's playing good and well. He did mention at one point this season that he was fatigued. He needed to figure out the schedule. So he was a little bit concerned with the fact that he would keep having to play these tournaments back-to-back. And then he – withdrew from the AT&T, which he was a sponsor, his sponsor, Byron Nelson in Texas, where he is from. So he's given the skip out on the Byron Nelson. Ooh, that's red flag. Or yeah. is it? Do we need no. to worry about that withdraw from the AT&T Byron no. Nelson or the fact that Spieth complained about rest earlier in the season and now he's out there on the practice round with tape around his wrist? It's this big deal. Quagnus, $9,600. It's a great price. He's going to win the PGA Championship to get the Grand Slam. He's motivated. I'm very concerned about his wrist. That's that's an important part part of the uh, of a golf swing is having a healthy wrist. And he was in pain enough? Or is that all just lies? Sometimes I wonder if they're lying. We've said this before. His his wrist today was looked like it was wrapped up pretty heavily. Okay. He did. He, by the way, uh, BK, uh, BK says, say hello to me. So, hello. oh, hi, BK. Good to see he you. He also said that that's tonight. not true that Jordan only played one hole. That is, that is correct. That's not true. He, he played the entire back line. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, his, his wrist was wrapped, which seems to indicate that there probably is like some kind of like lingering thing, but also. Every golfer probably has a lingering thing at this point of the season playing so much. So who cares if it, if it was hurting that bad, he literally actually would have played one hole and didn't, or just not even practiced. Right. No. Yeah. I, I would guess he's fine or fine, fine enough. 
Well, I think it's going to be up to the gamblers and in, in, on DraftKings and across the betting arena as to whether or not you're going to risk it. That's what it is because we don't know. We don't know shit. Because well, I think the awful. the reason why his ownership has tanked and the reason why you just choose to fade that is because you for three hundred dollars more you get Xander. For a hundred dollars more you get Cantley. You could spend less and you get Finau or JT or even Cam Smith, who's playing good golf on Live. So. Other than leverage because of ownership and his motivation, is there really any reason you would go with $9,600 speed? No. Not me. I think the takeaways for this 9K range, if we want to review, too long, didn't read. Xander's underpriced. You got to click him. You got to click Finau. He's motivated and do, and he's playing great. He's in a great state of mind. Cam Smith over Cam Young, because are we really going to think Cam Young will get a major for his first win on tour? in his home state versus uh, if you want to go with a cam in the same price, Smith, a couple top fives. I think in he's row. one of the live golfers that's underpriced too. Yeah. He's probably, I underpriced. literally think all of them are underpriced except for Brooks, who I think is mostly overpriced. Or you just go with uh Sung Jay in your cash lineups. That's how you start your cash game. Cornerstone. Yeah. Sung Jay. Oh, nine K Sung Jay. Just one on the Korean weird tour thing. <laughs> okay. What happened there? So Jordan Spieth is GPP play potentially is under ten percent owned. Let's sure. pepper the AK range. Shall we get to that? Shall we see at the top of the AK range is last week's winner Jason Day is PGA champion champion. Uh, but that's not the free square. The first free square. Play it. I got. I got. I got it. I got it. I got it. Wait. 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 It wait. Is. There it is. <laughs> It'll be Dustin Johnson, DJ at $8,800. Yeah. Free square of the week. He's a winner on the live tour last week. Uh, PGA mm-hmm. tour, really good at majors record guy. 8,800 yeah. for DJ. Yeah. That's it's that's that's I have after Xander and JT, I have three straight live guys and he's the first one. Uh, 8,800 is wild for like, he he should actually be ten thousand. Well, if he didn't win last week, I think eighty eight would probably seem appropriate. Or if he had lost in the playoff or whatever, like it's all right. I think eighty eight, if he had not contended at all, is a little overpriced. I'm predicting the pricing on DraftKings prior to the tournament starting each Sunday, and I did have DJ a little bit cheaper, uh, just because I wasn't, I didn't wait till the weekend was over and watch him win. So I'm a little nervous that like maybe he's okay, but he's not that great. But we do know DJ has that motivation sometimes and he wants to prove it sometimes like randomly. He's just really good all the time. I mean, okay. If you want to look at his results and live fine, they're not very good. I doubt he's going out there. He's got unlimited money. And apparently when you play on live, all you care about is money. So why what's his why is he trying on you know what he's been doing what what also what i think bryson may be doing he's just playing all these to to try things to get to for the majors sure he's he's just going out there finishing tied tied for 30th or whatever and the only thing he's doing is hitting shots that he thinks he's going to use for the majors okay we're hoping that's what i think he's doing that's like the fill routine now all elite, elite athletes, they will watch someone else or see their buddy or see a team perform, and they'll get motivated. They'll get a little angry, angst. So by seeing his buddy Brooks, T2 at the Masters, do you think DJ was like, hmm, I need to step my shit up. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be left behind. And we know DJ loves majors, and he has the brain for majors because he doesn't right. really. Which is no brain, thoughts. really. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> he basically retired, right? Is what he said when he went to live. Yeah, but but DJ never really didn't retire when he played on PJ Tour. He basically was like a retired athlete already. He's never yeah. given a shit. He's come to events off of missed cuts or off of time off, and he's won. Or he's played really well, and then he's kept it going. So I mean, I don't know. He shot I think- two round two rounds in a row in the eighties before, <laughs> and then he won the tournament the next week. Yeah, or something like that. Let's just forget that he's been bad because it doesn't really matter until he proves that he's just going to be bad for a really long time. We, It's really easy, and we probably should just assume that he's going to be good again 
for a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's other free squares in the AK range. Quagnus, did you click $8,400 Matthew Fitzpatrick into your lineup? Mm. I did not. I, I clicked Dustin Johnson in my lineup. So I took the first free square, but you know, I started with Rom, so I, I'm limited yeah. in my salary cap. Yeah, you are. Holy so, moly. Rom, Fitzpatrick, are we underestimating how good Fitzpatrick is at golf, really? Mm, I think maybe. I think it's because he's skinny and he's got braces and he's doesn't look like the Wyndham Clarks or he's like not the athlete athlete. So but we do know lo- uh Fitzpatrick loves to make par. And that goes a long way at the PGA Championship. Another name that I'm thinking is a little underpriced, a little free squarish, $8,200 Sam Burns. Mm. We're still undervaluing this guy. These two players, one of them won a major last year, Fitzpatrick, and he won like three weeks ago. And he's 84. Yeah. He's like cheaper than Matsuyama and shit. Like, what's going on? And then you have Sam Burns, who's won like pretty much more than anybody on tour over the last two years. And he could be one of the best players that doesn't have a major we didn't mention him in that list of names he could be up there with the hovlins of the world and we just have to respect him because DraftKings put him in the 9k range and we just they what are they doing quagnus they're just pricing players and what do we know about pricing (laughs) it's an illusion correct so take take sam burns he likes to play well maybe more or less on bermuda but i don't care it's bent grass greens that doesn't matter does that matter I, Does Tagala or Fleetwood make your lineup? Anybody? Because those are names that are cheap. Is I it? I is, I thought I heard Fleetwood's name like a million times on Twitter since like last Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So he well, must be good if everybody's talking about him. So I'm in on him. What about a collective pod fade? So the podcast itself has a couple names in this 8K range that we don't know how they're going to golf. That's true. Yeah. Well, first one is Shane Lowry. He's eighty three hundred dollars. Yeah. So this guy, I don't know. Uh, he keeps. I think eighty three is a way overpriced, but I don't know. I guess I'm shocked he's they even allow him in the field. What about your friend Tom <laughs> Kim, who's eight thousand dollars? Is he? Is the? Is it off of or the, the shine is done? He's over. Tom, Kim. Yeah. Anybody? Sorry. Uh, I was I was looking at Shane Lowry's stats. <laughs> is Shane good? Uh, uh, he's like wildly good off the tee, I guess. He's pretty accurate. I did look up the power uh, rankings this week, which is total driving, and he's one of the good tr- total drivers. Yeah, which maybe then question whether or not we should fade him collectively because I did use eighty names, and one of the names is not Lowry. One of the names is not Rom. One of the names is not Tom Kim. And another name I faded that's over eight K is Hideki Matsuyama. Injured. I don't know if he's injured. He continues he keeps to do withdrawing with injuries, but then he play when he plays, he's good, and then he withdraws again, then he plays and he's okay, and then he withdraws like what do we how can you be con- if you're playing one single lineup, you cannot play Hideki Matsuyama. Zero percent ch- but if you're playing 150, go ahead and fucking waste some money. Who cares? It might work out. No, I'm not doing that. Because you know what we call that kind of golfer? Josh. They called a fraud. Oh. <laughs> yes. Actually, Hideki could potentially be one of the biggest frauds on tour. There's some frauds. There's some w- clowns and frauds. And he's one of the frauds because he fakes his injury more than anybody. He's been doing this now for like 10 years. And not only that, dude pretends he can't speak English. Oh, God. <laughs> that makes him a fraud. And he pretends he flies coach. We know he didn't fly coach. He had to fly coach that one time. And now we, Hideki flies coach all the time. It's like, yeah, right. No way. So, yeah, I think Hideki's a fraud. And he will okay. ruin your lineups. He will, do, he will do so well up until he has to make like a four-footer. And what do we know about that, Quagnus? Well, I don't know about that, but we—he—he's also a fraud. When anytime he like hits a shot and he like ah, uh, and then it ends up being good. That happens Thank all you. the time with him. Yes. Okay. I'll add that to the list. <laughs> add that to the list. <laughs> okay, so we're skipping uh, Hideki, Lowry, and Tom Kim. That could come back to haunt us or did whatever. Did you see? But... Uh, speaking of Tom Kim, did you? I saw uh, multiple tweets of 
Um, apparently, he was listed as a, a WD on like a website or something. Tom Kim. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Have you guys consulted with uh, Windfinder yet? No, God, I wish I had. No, that. actually, I was really, really looking forward to this part of the show. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> so be careful when you make your 150 lineups. Maybe you want to do some wind stacking. According to Windfinder, for Pitts for New York, Pitts Ford, whatever, wherever we are. Mm. <clears throat> for I'm familiar with the area. What do you notice about Friday? It looks the same. It's pretty gusty. Oh. Across the morning, well, I guess you're not teeing off at 2 a.m., so ignore that, or 5 a.m. I'm probably not going to even use this 36 mile per hour. But you got 33, 28, 24, 28. But the, so do then, does that make you think like a.m., p.m.? Why? Those numbers are like the same. I know. Yeah, really it's hard close. to, it's hard to, det- to determine and whether those or not. Thursday numbers, anything. by the way, even if you want to look at seven compared to one, Go play golf in seven mile an hour winds. Nobody watching this play. Tell me, tell me if you can feel seven mile an hour winds when you're playing golf. No, you can't. You can't. Um, Should we? I can. Oh, actually, before we look at the seven (laughs) k range, we got to figure out. We got to consult the power rankings for the seven k range. Who's in the seven k range is the most owned? Wyndham Clark. He's the most owned. You know why, Quagnus? I have him because he's a free square. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. let's go. Seventy five hundred dollars right. sure, for Wyndham Clark? Are they stupid? The Did they fuck this up? They fucked this up. Take full advantage. He comes in as one of the most popular plays because we love Wyndham. Everybody's on Wyndham. Winner, okay. Wyndham, the winner at Wells Fargo. Sure. What a time to be alive, Quagnus. Do you remember? It was just a few years ago when Mike Miller tweeted out about a two hundred and fifty to one guy who's a bomber. To potentially do well here at what did I do? Um, wherever I won that GPP, I used him. It's a bomber's paradise at the time. Yeah, and he was one percent uh, owned in the quarter arcade and took down a GPP. And now everybody is claiming that they're Wyndham Clark stands. <laughs> they're even creating nicknames for him. Windy C from yeah, our like guy a, uh, from our BK. guy BK, who is who may oh, not yeah. be here anymore. I wonder what. I wonder if Brian was had even seen a golf shot in 2018 of winter at <laughs> 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 that point. <laughs> Either way, uh, Windy C's 14.56% and uh, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Sure. Listen, these names are the best names. So if you are trying to get cute with your lineups, fade the names because both these names are completely underpriced and therefore they're just being used a lot. And therefore that's why we call it the power rankings. So you have Clark and Fowler. You also have Gary Woodland, Keegan Bradley, Justin Rose, Neiman, Adam Scott, Connor Reed, C. Wu, Mito, Russell Henley. They're over 7% owned. Those are the f- 10. How many did I just name? 12. That's your 12 man player pool right there. Eat it. You know who's surprising to me on that list there? That's I've, uh, very far down the list, actually. Who? Uh, uh, something called Nikolai Hojgaard. Oh, you don't like him? No, I'm just surprised that that's the number. Two? 2.5? Yeah. Cause he's you thought like, he'd be higher? Yeah. Uh, he's like everybody's favorite European golfer anytime he comes and plays a PGA, a PGA event. Huh. All all the Taos are all any, no matter what, even if he comes into a, a tournament at like 8,500, like Nikolai oh. Hojgaard. Sleeper pick, yeah, gotta play him. And no, he's no, it's a, funny. Our guy, he's Rick a bomber, Good. by the way. He hits the ball really far. Why so is nobody listened, playing? Uh, him? I listened to some content. Rick Run Good had Nikolai uh, Hoygaard as yeah, his name in the 7k range, so it was like I don't know, he runs a model or something, and then it popped. And Wyndham Clark was obviously number one, and Hoygaard was up, up there. So try yeah, it out if you're if you're heavily waiting driving distance. I'm pretty sure he hits the ball really far. Uh, just for reference sake, you can find the spreadsheet on our Discord channel, link in the description. The most overpriced name of the entire tournament is this Ben Taylor at $7,000. I don't know how the fuck they, they came up with 7000 for Ben Taylor. What? How did? Why? I don't even know who that is. He putted himself to a couple of good finishes this fall, swing, mm-hmm. spring, whenever he was 
around. That would be why I don't know who he is. Either way, you get Montgomery's a savings. You got Billy Horschel. Look at these names. This is great. Davis Riley. I like that. Phil's down here. Lucas Herbert. Also, so Lucas Herbert. Mm. I did accidentally my my hand on pjstats.com or PJ Tour with the stats. It clicked on clubhead speed. My hand slipped, clicked on clubhead speed because I've been telling people that, or people have been telling me that you need clubhead speed. And then I saw that Herbert was up there. So I was like, damn, dude, Herbert's up there in clubhead speed. What's up with that? And then I went and looked at total driving to kind of cross reference. And I liked what I saw at the top and it was whatever. Okay. And so I decided to scroll down to the bottom of total driving. And then I looked at total driving's shittiest players and Lucas Herbert's one of the most inaccurate players. So I was like, oh, well, dude, <laughs> slow your club head down and maybe you'll get some accuracy on your driver. <laughs> so I don't know what we're doing in our lives, but uh, 7K range, it's got free squares and you just heard about them. It's most of them. Did you guys Did use you, any of them? You skipped over a free square that I announced days ago. Oh. Yeah. Bryson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bryson. Wait, 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 wait. This deserve. Wait, this deserves. Let's go, boys. Yeah, let's wow. see. We want to see that. $7,400 Bryson DeChambeau. He's feeling better about his health. Yeah. He He's just trying to live a- to 100 now again. He's got a new caddy. I love that. A new caddy is great. Well, yeah, he's not annoyed yet. Right. You know what? You know what's interesting? I w- I think we talked about Bryson. Uh, maybe, yeah, it had to have been during the Masters, I guess. And we, we didn't think he was going to be any good because all he could talk about was other things in his life other than golf. He had he got he had a new girlfriend. He was Christian. He Religion. yeah, he found he said he found God. He had and we know Bryson is uber obsessed with and with whatever comes up in his life he is focused and obsessed mm-hmm. with it yeah blinders so i think he got obsessed with things that weren't golf and he's talking all types of stuff about other things that aren't golf now like the last couple of weeks he's back to he lost all the weight and he's talking about how he's feeling a lot better how it's helping his golf swing how he's been working on his golf swing how all he wants to do is win these are the things he was saying Back when he was doing like the bulk thing, he was trying to figure out how to make everything good so he could be good at golf again. Yeah. He's doing this is what he's saying now. He's saying the same things back when he was good. Quagnus. So I'm, I, I, I'm told that it sets up perfectly for him. It's like Wingfoot or wherever he was good and Beth Page yeah. where it's long. Um, and if quote, this is from a tout, if Bryson isn't good here this week, he is quote cooked. His career is over. <laughs> I, would, I would maybe agree, yeah. So it's time. It's, this is it. Um, I wanted to ask which Taylor we liked better, whether you like Taylor uh, – oh, no. What's his name? Uh, Gooch? Moore? No. Yeah, oh. Taylor Gooch or Taylor Moore, 78 or 76. Because I thought Gooch mm-hmm. was going to be like $9,500 based on how good I he's agree. played on Liv. He's been season smashing Liv. I know. So he's $7,600. He's not even popular. Yeah. I don't. I don't think live guys are very popular because they're live guys. How many That's Taylors are in this goddamn field? We got B Taylor. We got Taylor Pendy. We got Taryn and Nick Taylor. <laughs> oh my god! I could have made a whole Taylor a lineup. The narratives. What did I do? I missed up. Yeah, Chad, you had Russell Henley on your on your notes as well. Talk about him. Correct. So Russell Henley may have figured out the schedule before anybody else because we've heard complaints about players that have tried to fit the new schedule into their brains. It's it's breaking everybody, but Russell Henley has seemed to take enough time off. He's picking his spots and he's choosing the major events and he's choosing the elevated fields and he's coming to those fields playing well. So at seventy three hundred dollars, I think he's only seventy three hundred due to the fact that he hasn't been around putting together strokes gain totals. So are we into seventy three hundred dollar Henley or do we need to tweet a model and get someone to react and tell us that Henley's not good enough? On that model, yes. <laughs> Remember that? I do. I do recall my model not liking Henley very much. It was it was for the Masters, right? Yeah, and you said Hoagie would outperform I got, Henley. I got destroyed. I I basically was asked to put my entire bank account against yeah. Russell Henley. 
you insulted this man with a dollar bet and he deleted his account. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it, it, yeah, this particular person actually doesn't have a Twitter account anymore. Uh, no, but really, though, this 7K range is filled with names that you just need to click. If you're making three to five to seven lineups, you got to kind of pick and choose. But if you're making 20 lineups, for sure, use Adam Scott at $7,800. We were just talking about how Adam Scott at $7,800 is coming to some of these tournaments and just finishing T33. Well, it sounds like he heard us. It seems like he's now now knowing this, and he's peaking at the right time, and the right time is at a major. What about Justin Rhodes at $7,700? Keegan Bradley, a PGA champion before, $7,700. APPR, $7,600. Smash between these names. There's a lot of really good golfers right there. Yes. Click a lot of these names, okay? And then you even can scroll down lower in the 7K range, and you can run into our guy Montgomery's there. Maybe not click him or Horschel because they're – We're getting really sketchy now. There's really good names, 75 and above, and now we're getting to the 72s and these names. Oh, no, 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 no. There's some free squares still. You got Bezadenhut (laughs) there. He loves pure Brent Bentgrass, our guy Ron Klass, PGA splits or whatever. Says Mm -hmm. click Bez. Then you got total drivers down here in $7,100, Keith Mitchell – $7,100 $7,100 Gary Woodland. You can see those names on the ownership rankings. We also like guys at 7000 I mentioned Lucas Herbert's club head speed, but Chris Cash Game Kirk's down here. And Seamus Power is a uh, popper at the majors. Chris Kirk was uh, was a name that I was looking at earlier. Mm. Other than very, very long-term off the tee, at seven thousand dollars, he's gaining strokes in every category. Ooh, hashtag not stats. a lot, but gaining. Um, I'm gonna ask you about the fades, though. Are we fading seventy four hundred dollar Denny McCarthy because he just got engaged? <laughs> Have you seen this on Instagram? Do you know that I follow? I don't want to even play him anyway. But uh, what happened was about. Three, four months ago, I decided to follow all the golfers on Instagram because I don't really use Instagram. So I thought, well, if I'm going to use it, I'm going to pop open it and I'm going to get some uh, fades or plays off of this. I don't know. So I'm maybe deciding whether or not to fade or play Denny McCarthy based on the fact that he was on bended knee days ago. Some blonde chick. I don't know. I think that's all. That probably helps him. I don't think it hurts him. Unbended. You know what I think? I think it doesn't fucking matter. No, it doesn't. What about Victor Perez? Because it just seems a little bit like where? Ha- why? W- w- one of these things is not like the other. Victor Perez sticks out as a little bit overpriced because I didn't even know he was in the tournament. Overpriced, you say? Yeah, go ahead and click Victor Perez as a as a pivot. Paul Casey's <laughs> here, seventy three hundred dollars. Is this? Are we doing this one more time? One last time to just get fucked over by Paul Casey? Whether or not you play him. And he sucks, or you fade him, and he's awesome because this is just Tilt City. Paul Casey. It is Tilt City. Ah, uh, it's um, too bad. I, I was. A you love, yeah. yeah Where's your Nike hat? Yeah, where exactly? Where is that? I I think I retired that hat because <laughs> of all, because of all too much. I got trolled too, too many people. Kept pointing out that I kind of look like him, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. But yeah, no. look, I didn't. He's, he's done. He's what about done. Webb Simpson? Is he in this range? Where the hell's Webb? He's seventy-one. Is he? Is he the latest broken golfer? Yes, he it, is. it is wild how broken. Like he he's got. he's Jason Day of last year, where we're like Jason Day yeah. sucks big time, and now Jason Day just won. So happened. I agree. Another yeah. overpriced name is Kitiyama, although not according to the OWGR, who has Kitiyama as the twenty-first ranked player in the field. So maybe people will be fooled by that ranking, and they'll click the seventy-one hundred dollar. Kitayama? No. Maybe. I, I always like to click Keith Mitchell in tournaments like this. Okay. He never like finishes. I don't think he's like a ma- like a very good major guy. But I do like to click the dudes that are very uh out outspoken about how strategic they play golf. So he's a outspoken decade guy. Okay. Um also, why I used to like playing uh, old Willie Z in majors and hard events because having a really, really sound strategy going into hard courses gives. If you suck at hitting the golf ball, by the way, then none of this matters. But if you hit the ball decently with very sound strategy, 
you have a leg up on other people that are just kind of going with the flow more so than others. They all let, they all have strategies. Like they're all going doing their practice rounds. They're like, no, no, no. I'm gonna yeah, aim you're... at this tree, but yeah. there are people that go m- much more in depth with like a decade or so. There are other programs similar to decade that no, no, and that's, I think are is helpful in it. Yeah, it removes good. decisions from their minds. Like right, yeah, it just less stress or thoughts during the round because you're just you know what you're supposed to do. You just gotta execute. Um, that's right. the same with making 150 lineups. It's uh, it's a lot of work. It's stressful. I don't know what the right strategy is for that because I've actually never made 150 lineups. Now, I did not do these by hand. I used FantasyNational.com. Used the promo code mm, whatever because we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably, I don't know. One way or the other, you can use the site. Either way, I used it to create 150 plus 40. So I have 190 lineups across some GPPs. I use this drive the green. I use the $1 short game and the $3 birdie. And so I, I separated this into player pools. So I got my, my – I started on the – you can see I got my uh, – these guys over here. This is 80 – full-on 80 fucking names, guys. Really. I used 80 names. Uh, I was told that that is completely stupid for like five or six, three, four years. And then – Recently, I've I've been told that you've pretty much doesn't matter which nine which six K name you use. So uh, I use like thirty names in the six K range about, and it doesn't matter which ones you use because it, the only thing that matters about them is that you're getting the savings that allows you to use other good nine eight and ten K names. So like the fact that it's so I'm not trying to go all in. I think the most owned I have in the six K range is Matt Kuchar with 12 shares. It's 8% of my 150 lineups. So I took the 80, you can see that. And I made that with most six K range names. And I'm not trying I mean, I'm literally using three out of 150 of Willet. I don't know why I'm trying this strategy. <laughs> this is what I'm, I'm going to see if Willet wins the tournament. Then I got three chances to win in the tournament. I don't know. So then of the 80, I cut it down to 40 or 39, I guess. I don't know how I didn't just, just 40. I should have probably just done 40, but whatever. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll change that idea either way. Uh, so you can kind of see how I broke this down. Now, what did I write about making 150 lineups? Oh, it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all say that it's very stupid in in fact because i think what happens is that you think oh i gotta use every name or i can't use every name and then you start to just frick your brain just goes into these mental pretzels and you just kind of like go how am i gonna do this at <laughs> least with 20 you almost have to cut down because like with 150 you technically could use everybody in the field it really doesn't matter like because you actually can i could do two of everybody it's weird so but I feel like by fading Rom, Hideki, uh, Lowry, I, I you know I did a few fades out of my, I didn't use every name technically, so I feel like I could. We'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll check in on Sunday, and I am going to regret doing this. Or next week we'll review, and I'll tell everybody that you should not bet one thousand dollars on DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, guessing you might say that. Yeah. I, I hope you don't, though. Oh, <clears throat> I did use some rules. Oh. Now, on Fantasy National, you're allowed to uh, tell the generator what to do a little bit. You can have the generator use a specific subset of players or avoid players or use at least one of or not more than one of. And so I did try to have the generator do a little bit of the Darbo method on the 150 where I used, I, I forced it to pick between Scotty, Brooks, Rory, Morikawa, and Finau. So I had like the top five, you know, like I had, or maybe even Xander was in there. Like, so I, I forced this thing to use at least one of those names. And then I said, don't use more than one of the 6K names other than Kucher. So Kucher could be paired with one of the 6K names. Uh, again, that, that's how I would have probably in my head tried to do it while I do it on by hand. But if I can let the generator just do this and make it a lot easier, it took me like 10 minutes to do the whole thing. And then uh, what else did I do? So the other rule was that 
oh, like I said, I, I used a shitload of random 6K names because I want to spread my ownership thin on those names. Because what happened was in, at the Masters when I did this whole thing or I made a bunch of lineups, I decided to go all in on one guy and the one guy that – not all in, but, like, I took a ton of Svensson. And Svensson was absolutely god-awful. But my uh, my Finaus and my other plays that I had cores of, like if this week, for example – if those guys hit, it really doesn't matter which 6K name it is. I only need one out of the 150 to really be good. So it could be Will at that time, or it could be one of these names. So here we go. We're not going to go all in on a 6K name and think we're smart. We're spreading it on a bunch. Does this make sense? It's a good idea, yeah. yeah. I like it. Now, I do, I do think that there's something to either trying to win or go home versus having one bullet out of 150 and then we're like we got the one bullet here we go let's try this one bullet out i think you really truly want to shoot for like a couple dozen bullets or zero so like i'm not doing i'm not really doing this like i kind of know that i'm a little bit hedgy more than in mm. i don't know because i really i do want to do this for content purposes and so that on sunday or saturday i can be like hey look at this bullet oh here we go we're off in a rocker ship. So I, I'm like kind of pussying a little bit. So I'm not trying to have one or zero or, you know, one or so I'm, I'm going for like seven or eight out of the 150 that I think have a chance. So I don't know. Are you allowed to use a rocket ship anymore on Twitter? I think that's trademarked now, isn't it? I don't know. Never heard about that. Because it's ship it nation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so I learned from the Masters, don't go overboard on 6K names. You don't even have to have a conviction on a 6K name because none of the 6K names actually matter. I do think that it really comes down to which players in the 7K range do well. Do the upper 7K range players connect and do well? Well, then it really, you probably, it depends, you know, it will, that will dictate which build wins. Because if the upper 7K range names are all good, the 11K names are not going to be paired with those as much. So therefore, the you don't need you can get away with fading Rom and Scotty. This is what I think. But if the 7,200 and 7,000 dollar names that we talked about that are good, if those go off and those hit more than the 7,800 dollar names, well, then you're really going to probably have to pair one of those guys with Scotty or Rom. Because what happens is it. We're looking for a combination of a bunch of factors. So, like, just because I faded Rom, Rom could finish second, and I could still win a lot of money, or I could actually win a GPP if Finau wins or whatever. So we're we're, we're looking. We're not, we're not that smart, but we're 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 smart enough that we we were definitely dumber five years ago. Fair. We absolutely were. Either way, we've made it into the six K range. Oh, should we just go back to our lineups and talk about the lineups? Because is that what people really want? Because we're already up. How about, how about you let you let uh, uh, Quagnus give us his lineup really really quick so he can go away from us? Oh yeah, uh, that's right. You have to leave. Okay, so where you did Rom, DJ Free Square. Oh, gotta go Free Square DJ. Free Square Wyndham Clark. Free oh, Square cool. Bryson DeChambeau. Oh my. Uh, I, I would say they're all free squares. Adam Scott and then Gary Woodland. Wow, good work. Yeah, I don't I actually free square filled lineup. I don't actually hate that lineup at all. I'm actually yeah. sad that I don't hate it. <laughs> I oh, know it, it's not like recent weeks. <laughs> wow, that's impressive that you came up with that. Please yeah. don't copy it. Don't dupe me, bro. No, I won't be. <laughs> what did you do, Jish? Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. I uh, who is who have I given away? So, oh yeah, I gave away Xander, JT, DJ, Neiman. Oh wait, I didn't say Neiman before. We're on Neiman. Ne- yeah, Neiman is also seems wildly underpriced. Okay, he's a good oh. golfer, isn't he? Isn't seventy nine crazy? Or am I crazy? I might be crazy. Uh, then Bryson. Oh my! So you and got then my last name. You got no money left. Yep, yep, yep. My last name is Svensson for almost the exact same reason I brought up uh, Kirk earlier. Oh. Let me let me just get to it and make sure I was actually looking at the right line. Yes, yes, yes. Other than very, very, very short-term short game, he also has been gaining strokes in every category. Not a ton, but gaining strokes. 
also impressive given that uh, strokes gain off the tee is usually pushed pretty heavily by distance, hmm. and he does not hit the ball very far. And he gains strokes. He's has been gaining strokes at all times forever off the tee. So, okay, I like our guy Svenny. I'm interested to see if he pops on the model tomorrow. Yeah, when will that model be out? Tomorrow, you know, probably like noon. Okay. Here's my lineup for league now. Sweet Spot is typing his lineup into the chat as we speak. Oh, good. Okay, so I got uh, Fidow and DJ. Mm-hmm. I did Fitz, Free Square Fitz. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm, I might have to cha- figure out how to work him in. Yeah, you know, I definitely had to go with uh, Burns, and then I got Clark, and then now I'm kind of torn between APPR mm. and Ricky Fowler. Mm. The reason why I wouldn't necessarily do APPR is because I think at seventy six hundred dollars, like compared to these guys, I don't, I'm not as confident in it. So mm. that makes me a little nervous to go with Fowler, but I think I like it. If I wanted to go with my heart. Okay. I start with Sungjae. Mm-hmm. And then that gives me a chance to take Homa. Because this is a heart. We're doing heart lineup. Mm-hmm. And then I got Adam Scott or Taylor Moore. I'm kind of into Taylor Moore, but I like Adam Scott from back in the day. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of my, my heart. What uh can you uh can you pull up your exposure sheet one time? I need to I uh, need to search for a name. Oh god. So, uh, I did post my entire exposures to the Discord channel. Which, which hopefully type? I can, of hopefully, I can find it really quickly. Why don't you just tell me the name, and I'll tell you if I used them. You don't. You don't have Billy Horschel in here. Yeah, I do. Where? I used Ho. I used Ho uh, like four times or something. The year, use- you changed, Chad. No, you I changed. Used You're a changed man. No okay. APPR who you have played in every single lineup. Since I have six shares of Horschel time, and no Billy Horschel who you played longer than you've played APPR. You've changed. You've had too many kids. No, I haven't changed. I am aware with my eyeballs and my beer gut brain that those guys suck. <laughs> They're bad at golf now. Do you want a sweet spots lineup or? Oh, he's got uh, Xander and Cantlay, the boys in the 9K range that haven't won a major. You got Neiman, Adam Scott, APPR, and Mito. Mito. Ooh. Okay, what about my favorite GPP winning lineup? Now you're not gonna dupe this. This might this might be you spoke too soon, Jish. I did. Uh, maybe. Listen oh, to no. this one. Is this where Billy comes in? Sure, it does. We're going <laughs> APPR. No, we're going Scheffler and Spieth because that's how we do What's that. What's that symbol right next to Spieth's name? What is that? I haven't seen that before. That is a because my internet might not be working. Oh, oh because okay. I am um, not allowed to do this internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I use my phone and stuff. But okay, so you got those three, and then you got okay. Well, of course you got to go Bryson in the world. Yes. And then look at this. You got Horschel. Oh no. And then that leaves us uh, Lucas Herbert. How do you not do this for your GPP? Wait, so so we're touting total driving, and you said out loud Lucas Herbert sucks ass at driving, other Accuracy. than he can swing the club really fast. I, so you're loading GPP up life, bro. You can pick whatever for whatever reason. It's great. Play Chris Kirk. He's good. Well, yeah, I didn't name my son Chris. That's true. You did name one of your sons uh, Lucas. So there's that. Uh, what else did I have to say before we get out of here? Oh, I am betting on things, so you can check my Twitter page. Uh, you probably don't want my betting advice. If you want betting advice, you can go to the Preferred Lines. Yes. Our friend Joe Idoni, he's posted on iTunes as well, his podcast. There's a golf event coming up for us on July 29th, the f- the fact is only four, no, three people have said yes to going. <laughs> Not so including this, us, of course. This may turn into an offline private event. <laughs> Meet and greet. Uh, get ready to hear about that. If you want to hear about that more, you can look at the description at this podcast. You can go down and there's a link. Sign in. Get more info. Otherwise, uh, 
join our $20 contest versus 150 people. You can play uh, in DraftKings and win $1,800 if it fills up. There's half the spots that are left. So join the contest. What else do we need to say? I might put a house on someone. I wanted Ooh, to put uh, it on Fina. Uh, I, I forgot to scroll this thing earlier. Our friends uh, Noonan. Oh. We have a promo code, remember? Noonan Golf. Where's my hat? FGP promo code. If you Noonan want Golf Co. Get these hater blockers for when hater you win blockers. hashtag mega profit. This week you're going to have to wear these out in the public. When you win that Millie Maker. Yeah. All right. Thanks All right. for watching. It's under an hour. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Peace out. Oh, yeah. We made it. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, it's an hour.